0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. A new constitutional amendment proposal would let local governments veto state housing legislation. More on that after the news. California's Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board voted Thursday to change COVID-19 rules for workplaces. The proposal ends physical distancing requirements for all workers and allows most fully vaccinated employees to stop wearing masks. Governor Gavin Newsom signed an executive order almost immediately after the decision, putting the proposal into effect. Plastic barriers will no longer be required in businesses, but workplaces will still need to provide masks to people who are not fully vaccinated. The city of San Diego must start over on the sports arena deal. Wednesday, the California Department of Housing and Community Development informed the city that its proposal for housing, retail and public parks runs afoul of the Surplus Land Act. The act mandates that excess government-owned land is made available for affordable housing. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria said he expects to restart the process in July. A petition filed in San Diego's Superior Court wants to overturn the new franchise agreement between the City of San Diego and San Diego Gas and Electric. The Aguirre and Severson law firm says the deal violates sections of the city charter and the state's open meetings law. City officials did not comment. A new government constitutional amendment proposal would allow local governments to ignore state housing policies. Assembly Constitutional Amendment 7 was authored by Assemblymember Al Muritsuchi, a Democrat from Torrance. To get on the ballot, ACA 7's backers would need votes of at least two-thirds majorities in both the Assembly and State Senate. Michael Smolens is a political columnist at the UT. Michael, there is a constitutional amendment proposal that would allow local governments to override state laws on land use. What can you tell us about it?
1: Well, this is a, a reaction to what has been happening in recent years in Sacramento, where uh, increasingly the legislature has been getting more involved in local land use and zoning issues. The uh, Ostensibly that's because of the housing crisis. We've got a housing affordability crisis, as everybody knows. Uh, it, it costs too much, and a lot of people view that largely as a supply problem. There is a supply problem, but there's a lot of debate over whether just building more houses will do that. But anyway, um, they've been passing legislation, but notably, they, they've uh, certain big legislation has failed uh, to basically usurp some of that power and impose upon local government some uh, sort of restrictions of what they can and can't do in uh, land use. I mean, the key target, frankly, are single-family home neighborhoods. They don't they don't want single family zoning anymore. That doesn't mean they wouldn't allow single family homes, but they just want uh, you know, builders and other people to have those options. So the, the constitutional amendment basically is a backlash to that, to, to try to sort of reassert local control because land use and planning and, and zoning has long been a local matter.
0: So say the you know ACA 7 was to pass. I mean, what, would, what then would be the point of even making land use laws at the, the state level?
1: Well, that's, that's a good question, a little context. First of all, the prospect of it passing is probably next to Nil and I say next to Nil because being sort of generous. I mean, I've talked with people up there and uh, you know you've got some big powers, including uh, the president of the state Senate, uh, Tony Atkins, who's from San Diego who's, you know, she's got one of the key bills to to do this kind of thing, to increase density in certain neighborhoods. Uh, So there's a lot of powerful interests up there against this. Um, I'm sure there would be a lot of litigation, Uh, you know, to a degree, it reaffirms some language in the state constitution and makes it stronger about local control over these matters. But I guess in in theory, if it passed and, and withstood, I'm sure, certain court challenges, that means that that the, the, local city councils could continue on their way and not, you know, have to uh, abide by those kinds of state laws that that force them to increase density or at least allow it.
0: Well, let's talk about Senate Bill Nine. You know, we've seen support here locally. Mayor Todd Gloria wrote in favor of it. Of course, you know, he's not really going to have a vote in that way. But I mean, does it have a good chance of passing, or what's the conversation around it now?
1: Well, I, I think it does have a good chance of passing, Christy, uh, a similar bill. Uh, I don't want to say identical, but she had a similar bill last year and it passed both houses, uh, but it had to go back to the Senate for some, you know, some approval of amendments. And it basically just ran out of time. It was very sort of mysterious and nobody's fully explained why that happened. Um, it, it, you know, they have a, like a midnight deadline on the, the end of the session in s- September and it just didn't get back to the Senate in time for that action to happen, so it should have passed. Now, was there a little skullduggery? I don't know. But the reality of it is that, that this kind of legislation has momentum in Sacramento. What her bill basically does is it would allow, uh, you know, multiple units to be built on single-family home lots. Uh, basically, it allows for a duplex, but it also allows people to split their lots so you could put a duplex on each of the properties, meaning four units now there's some discussion of are there certain uh you know kind of unknown aspects to this that would allow even more there's a lot of disagreement over that but it's everybody agrees that it would allow at least four units on a single family home lot and if you think about single family home neighborhoods that is a cause of of concern for people we need the housing but then You know, people want their little space of green in the backyard and not to be too congested. And suddenly you would be doubling or quadrupling, potentially, uh, the the density of those neighborhoods.
0: Yeah, we've had a lot of op-eds, you know, on both sides. Somebody wrote this week they didn't want granny, not not granny flats, but granny towers, you know, these Uh multi-level apartment dwellings in their, you know, single family, sort of single story uh, neighborhoods. I think there was a line in, in your latest column about you know homeowners revolting against Sacramento. Uh, is that something you expect if this does pass?
1: I, I don't know. Um, you know, I think, like I said at the beginning of our discussion, Christy, that, that the, um, uh, the constitutional amendment, uh, assembly constitutional amendment seven, doesn't look like it's gonna pass. And by passing, that means that, that basically the legislature would put it on a, the ballot uh, for voters to decide. Uh, That requires two-thirds majorities in both houses. And and nobody thinks the votes are there, not even the author of it, really. Um, But they're looking at it as sort of a rallying point. Um, I I think that they see that increasing frustration now that people are realizing what's happening in Sacramento. And again, a lot of these bills are popular. A lot of people want more houses, and they don't really care about the whole single-family home, protecting single-family home neighborhoods. Uh, They want to see more houses. Um, so there's that, that fight there. Uh, I, I think also that, that you know, if there's an ulterior motive that a lot of the blame has been put on local governments for not approving enough housing. That's why the state's getting involved. Uh, a lot of the blame for, for the local resistance has come from neighborhoods, particularly people that live in some suburban areas, uh, pressuring their city councils not to approve more housing Uh, Some people don't think that's entirely fair. They think that, yes, there's been an issue at the local level of not producing enough housing, but there's blame to go around, both the the markets, the financial community, and certainly the legislature. Uh, So I think they, you know, at the very least, they want this sort of as a fighting back aspect for, for local government. One other aspect is just the whole concept of local control has been a sort of a very popular concept in California for ages. And this really does chip away at it. And you know the biggest issue in California is development, and if you're going to take development issues out of the hands of the local government, that's a big issue.
0: Any takeaways or thoughts going forward? What will you be watching as this issue unfolds?
1: Well, like I said, I, I don't you know I'll be shocked if it passes and if it gets on the ballot through the legislature. I'll be interested to see just is there this grassroots effort uh, you know that 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 does develop that that uh, you know homeowners and local governments revolting against Sacramento. does that build momentum? I don't quite see it as yet, but, you know, this is just starting to happen. And I think as these laws get passed and people realize what's happening, you might see that more. So that's what I, you know, I'm kind of looking for. One other caveat in all this, it's not a given that local governments, you know, don't want to uh, increase housing. Uh, In fact, that the city of San Diego, and you mentioned Todd Gloria, the mayor, support uh, the Atkins bill. So they're on board with this, and they've been making moves to increase density, uh, you know, of, of granny flats or accessory dwelling, dwelling units, as they're officially called. A lot of other cities uh, are very much opposed to being dictated by the, the state on how many homes they need to have and whether the state should be the one deciding that. So, you know, it's, you know, even I guess what I'm saying is even if it's brought back to local control, people still might not like the decisions they're seeing on housing.
0: You can find these stories online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.